0: With my twin sister. Oh, hi. Kylie, and we've been quarantine buddies for about three weeks now. Quarantine, quarantine buddies. Quality, quarantine buddies. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that I've learned about quarantine and relationships is that uh, people are getting creative with how they're finding relationships now. I feel like you have time to be creative now. This is true. You have time to be creative, time to figure out ways to make a connection in an area where you really can't do anything else. No. Yeah, except for maybe, of course, like try to stimulate yourself artistically. But when it comes to dating, um, how how can you find a quarantine partner? And I actually listened to an article which inspired this episode of Down to Date. Um, and it was an article from the Daily Beast. And in the article, they were talking about how people were actually going on Craigslist trying to find quarantine buddies. Wow. I mean, I always know Craigslist is a place to get creative, but I didn't realize that Craigslist was now a quarantine buddy- site. Well, let's be real. We know that there are a lot of dark corners to yes. Craigslist Craigslist, um, and soliciting Very... and finding people, but no, it is a real thing now. And I was curious enough that I went on Craigslist. I went on the personal section and I actually found a lot of interesting ads. Ooh, let's read them. Okay, I am so, excited. <laughs> so I'm going to read a few of these and um, it's, yes, it's, it's interesting to see that during a pandemic, there's like, people are specifically trying to find a quarantine buddy. Okay, so this is one of them. Looking for a girl in need to bust out of... I'm going to read it again. <laughs> Looking for a girl in need to bust out of quarantine for some fun. Ooh. It sounds like you're doing like a jail heist. Like you're busting out of quarantine, breaking the law. It's like forbidden love. He's catering to those who are in for a little adventure. Oh, in for a little bit of rebelliousness, a little <laughs> bit of adventure. Um, so the rest of it goes on to say, come on, enough is enough. Be come a rebel. On, <laughs> be a rebel and get out of the house for a little adult fun. It sounds like Kendall. And when you leave, your purse will be <laughs> a bit fatter. so i believe this gentleman is saying that he is going to be paying the ladies for their pleasantries creative writing right there. creative writing okay so that's number one um i have a couple of these because i got into the whole wormhole of discovering all of these okay quarantine pal in parentheses hollywood reads another one i mean not that this is a bad city to be stuck in there's good tacos and funny homeless people I mean, I'll agree with the tacos element of this. Um, Quirky writer slash actress actress from NYC in town because, well, would you want to be in New York right now? Um, They have a point. I would not want to be in New York right now. I've been couch surfing and I'm now in a hotel. I thought social distancing would be okay for an awkward lady like me who avoids people like it's my job. But, you know, I get those feelings. Maybe it's because, like I know, I shouldn't do it. Or maybe it's a thrill of human contact I never received before the pandemic. I think it's because Loin's desire to be danced with. I really like her <laughs> writing so far. I do. She I is a probably, writer. I'd probably I get along with this girl. It goes on to say, <laughs> so guys, if you're looking for a free lunch, come and get it. I noticed a typo, Miss Writer. Bonus <laughs> points if you know what's that. what that's from. I'm fun and you should be too. Please be clean and with a sense of humor. I'm down for almost anything. I even let a guy sit at the edge of my bed and tickle my feet while he, you know, wink, wink. Oh. <laughs> so if that's your thing, you're looking at a pro. If it's not even better, send a pic of your face, hold your horses, and let's chat. Put your favorite type of music in the subject. I appreciate that okay. she asked for a face as opposed to, because I'm sure when you put this out there, you get a lot of unsolicited, like, dick pics. She probably got different kinds of headshots. Yes. She, <laughs> she wants to avoid the unwanted headshots. Okay. Um, and honestly, guys, there are so many Craigslist ads looking for quarantine lovers. Um, yeah. Here's another one that says lockdown activity and they're in Van I'm nice and easygoing male. Very respectful. I'm STD free and I am not sick. Important. I live alone. A nice guy will be great. I am five, six thin. Let's chat. Okay. I, Five, have self, I have self I have self-quarantined for 3 weeks. I do not have the virus. How about you? And in a lot of these that I was reading, um a lot of people were saying I've been quarantining myself for a number of weeks and I do not have the virus. I'm looking for someone else, but it makes me think if these people are open to having a complete stranger come into their home. Yeah. They're opening themselves up to someone they don't know that can give them the virus. So, and is he going to rewrite this ad after someone does say yes and comes over? Yeah, Go I do to think he's going to rewrite for another the ad. three weeks. Yeah. Or maybe they're thinking this will be an ongoing like quarantine like hookup. They, like we're just going to be with each other. A lot of eggs in that basket. A lot of eggs in that basket. Okay, I'm going to read one more. These are fun. These I'm excited fun. that you looked these up. <laughs> okay. All right. Ooh, this one is one of my favorites. I'm glad I pulled it up. It's called Lockdown. Ooh, title. A lot of these are titled with lockdown, quarantine, like breaking away from quarantine. Okay. Masks are safe, healthy, now required at grocery stores, and can be fun, leaving much to the imagination. Wow. I'm a handsome, smart, fun guy. Just great company overall with a cool bandana mask and sunglasses. Looking for a like-minded masked lady to be my quarantine friend. So is he going to keep the mask and the sunglasses on the whole time? Oh, I'm, I'm thinking he's going to keep the mask and the sunglasses on. He's like a whole quarantine outfit. That is the lure to this story. Oh, the whole idea is that it's going to be quarantine like masked role play. I I'm feel. sure he's really handsome with a mask and sunglasses. Well, it goes on. Oh. It goes on. It says we can social distance together with our masks on, building to the big reveal or <laughs> reveal other things about ourselves without actually taking them off. Interesting. But I'm up for for any and all great ideas. And I like to keep an open mind to myself. So, okay. I want to know your thoughts, Kylie, on Craigslist quarantine buddies. You know, I'm very inspired by these stories. Not to do them myself. <laughs> no, not I mean, like look, that. I don't think there's anything not like wrong that. with finding your love in a lot of different ways. Uh, Craigslist, I guess, has the idea of being a little bit of a sketchy platform to find love. I just think... Kind of related to dating apps. If you have someone putting up an ad of themselves on an app, how quality is that hangout really going to be? I, and also, I feel like a lot of these ads that I saw that I read through are geared towards like sexuality, geared towards yes. aiming to get sex or have some sort of physical connection in a time when physical, physical connection um, is the opposite of what we should be doing. Yeah, well, there's a lot of rebels out there. And I guess that's the whole lure of this thing. is like, it's oh, it's not, it's love. not allowed. Yeah. Forbidden love is very tempting to some people. It's not what I would recommend at this time. <laughs> no. I feel, okay. I actually looked up, um, I looked up some statistics, um, from the New York health department, the New York city of health. Um, they say it's still unclear if COVID-19 transmits through sex, but it could definitely transmit through kissing and other close contact with an infected person i mean you should avoid close contact including sex with anyone outside your household Hmm. so that is what the new york city health department is recommending the craigslist ads are not following up with that yeah i feel like well look i think i see a huge common theme in people out there right now there's a lot of sexual frustration sexual suppression because you can't go out you can't meet people at bars Mm -hmm. you can't date so people are learning how to date in different ways yeah. No, I have actually noticed, too, that some pickup lines are now, let's sneak out in quarantine and meet up secretly. That's a pickup line now. Yeah. There's a men, they, they have There have been attempts. And it's, you know, it's risky, it's curious, but not worth it overall, I don't think. So I feel like, yes, there's the allure of the forbidden love when it comes to finding someone to match with in quarantine. And it seems like dating apps, people are kind of running away from the dating app element of it, but they're going more toward, more so towards, I guess, just like unique ways to find connections. Desperate times, you know, people get creative and sometimes that's a beautiful thing, but right now it's, dangerous world. There's a way to safely do it. I think there's a way to safely date while in quarantine. You could FaceTime, you can zoom chat. Um, actually I was doing some research and I found there's this, um, new group in Chicago called Chicago quarantine Bay. Oh, and it was absolutely fascinating. So what it is. Okay. Um, so what, quarantine bay is it's a virtual matchmaking service started by two single friends who wanted to help connect other single people vulnerable to loneliness during quarantine so it's an actual it's an actual group where they um put it's like a blind date between two people on zoom oh that's the sweetest idea i like that idea because i think that this is a time where a lot of people feel very lonely there's no way kind of to express connection. And in those times, like people can spiral down and be in, uninspired and really find them place in, themselves in a dark place. So something like this is the sweetest thing. I find it's interesting that it's a blind date. It's a blind Zoom date. So you so you don't know who it is you're going to see? You don't know who it is, and they do it within like 30-minute increments. So you can probably maybe meet like a couple people a day. It's only in Chicago. Oh. I haven't seen this in LA yet. So it's like speed dating. It's kind of like speed dating, oh. blind speed dating. I mean, I would do that. I, I would do this. I think because of the show Love is Blind and um, the big hype with that, I think a lot of people are interested in blind dating to get to know, and, uh, to get to know people's personality first. And I think because there's a pandemic where you have time or dating is very stressful, people are more likely to be open to um, experimenting with stuff like that. Yeah. And I think also it's interesting, you know, in everyday life, one of the beautiful things about life is that you meet random people, you have random interactions with um, constant, you know, different perspectives in your life. And when you're in quarantine, you don't really have that. So it's kind of easy to become fixed into a pattern of your own creating and you're stuck in your little bubble with of your group that you know so in this way you're kind of expanding group it doesn't even have to be sexual it doesn't have to be a date it's just friends and interactions and you're just constantly feeding yourself that creative vein I guess yeah I mean what we've noticed from being in quarantine, I can speak for myself, is that we do quarantine happy hour with our friends. Quarantine, mm. uh I don't mean to say quarantine, I mean to say Zoom, Zoom happy hour with friends. uh, Zoom birthdays, we've had a friend who had um, a birthday on Zoom. Uh, of course, people do work meetings on Zoom, but it's becoming, like video chatting is becoming the new bar. Yeah. You know, it's becoming the new uh frontier for human connection. But I would say it's becoming... The new house party, not the new bar. That's the difference. That's why this thing is really mm. cool because, like I said, you're staying in your core group when you do Zoom meetings. And when it's random, you're meeting new people, that's the bar. And I think people need to have that constant surprise in their life in order to be inspired and get motivated to keep going. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I'm curious by this. Um, actually, my producer Johnny. Um, before I actually read this article, um, he came up with the idea of doing blind dates via Zoom, um, for the podcast because we can't go into a studio and we can't record with people like we normally do in down to date. So we are actually going to try this blind mm-hmm. Zoom. Ooh. Date, um, next week. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah. So I'm really excited to test it out and to see how it works. Uh, not only because the love is blind, like actually getting to know someone's personality, um, is going to it, it just seems really intriguing and to see how connection works that way without the visual because I think the visual could what I noticed in down to date um, which is something I want to talk about usually within the first few minutes I could look at the couple in the down-to-date podcast studio and I can say these people are interested these people are not interested yeah because physicality is that oh it, yeah it is that instantaneous and so when you take that away where does that leave? People's connection, like once you have established the connection before the physical attraction. Mm-hmm. And so, guys, next week, please stay tuned to Down to Date. I am so excited to try this new format out. Um and it being inspired by um the show Love is Blind, being inspired by the article. Um, I think it's gonna be something really fun to try out. So um I'm really excited for it. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. I've never actually gotten to know someone intimately just through speaking without any kind of visual. Mm-hmm. You know, we've, I know during this quarantine, we have had FaceTime dates. I'm still seeing the person. I can still see how they move, little winks, you know, it, you still get attracted through that. So I guess it'd be so fascinating to get to somebody through just verbal, just their mind, just communicating that way. Well, maybe you'll be on one of my blind dates, Kylie. Make sure he's cute. <laughs> That's the thing. Uh, but no, I'm excited to try it out. Um, but I think, I think it's going to show a lot. So we're going to be changing the format of down to date up a little bit, um, because of quarantine, but, um, I'm excited. I think it's going to be really fun. So mm-hmm. definitely stay tuned. Okay. So before we wrap up this episode, I know it's a really short episode, um, of down to date, but I wanted to there's a couple of questions that fans had of the Down to Date podcast. So thank you to everybody who have brought in questions, brought in advice, their own stories. I'm going to read a few of them out right now um, just so we could answer them. Okay. Let's go. Um, so I keep these anonymous because I feel like when it comes to relationships and love, um, it's a little bit of a private thing. So I'm not going to read who said this, but um, one person asks... What do you do when the relationship loses its spark because of the distance? And now this Mm -hmm. is interesting because because everybody is social distancing, it's almost as if all of your relationships are long distance because Mm -hmm. you can't have that physicality unless you're being uh, sneaky. Yeah. And you know what? Relating to that question, if the spark fades, I feel like... You're just kind of lo- you're realizing that you don't want to put effort into it on either side. So when that spark fades, there's not enough effort because you're in the relationship maybe for a selfish reason. So whoever's fading away, they selfishly want to have that connection for attention, possibly. And so, well, I'm also curious how long the long distance relationship was because mm-hmm. there's the idea of oh, it's not working. I'm going to slowly fade this person out. I'm not as interested. Maybe they're not someone that I'm interested in. Or it's been a really long time and the spark, is just hard to have the spark because the physicality isn't there. Right. And I think a huge part of the spark is physicality, is being able to see them, uh, their reactions um, and also you know, be able to like physically be with them, like kissing and hugging, like that's a huge part of the spark and not having that is strenuous on a relationship that does depend on that initially. Well, it's where do you thrive? You know, there's a lot of different love languages. Um For me, I feel like quarantine could possibly work because I really love words of affirmation. That's what I love to have. And of course, physical touch is a part of it. But if you thrive with physical touch and, you know, then, then where are you in that? And like, where are you really feeling fulfilled and maybe you're not feeling like someone's putting effort in and you don't feel like you're really getting enough for yourself with the energy you're putting into it because your love language is not being given and it be- they don't have an opportunity to express that. My advice to this person is – if you do want to put effort in to make it work and you really want it to work, um, do something unexpected. Maybe send them mm-hmm. a package or pay for their dinner and have like a, a Zoom or a FaceTime dinner date back and forth. Yeah. I think I've heard of people doing that where to go on a date, they'll pay for like Postmates or Uber Eats or something uh, or delivery and then they'll send it to their date. And then they'll eat together on FaceTime. So I think that oh. I thought that was really cute. Maybe like an ice cream or like a dinner or something like that. I think that's a good point. It's like whatever you want from the relationship, put the effort into into the relationship what you desire, and then see what happens with that energy. You yeah. know, if you're feeding into it, maybe you're lacking in certain areas and that person's in the same way. But if you put that energy into it, then what happens then? And if you're still feeling feeling like, you're putting more energy in and it's maybe more so draining. Then that's time to step back, at least during the quarantine and find time for yourself. We have all we have is time for ourselves right now. Well, speaking of yourself, this person asks another question is, how do you keep a conversation going when nothing is going on in your life? Mm. And I mean, it's kind of fair to say that there's only so much you can talk about being in quarantine, um, saying, Oh, I read a book today or I watch another Netflix show. Um, it, it is difficult to like continuously have that interest. But something that I listened to recently um, is, um, what's his name? Matt- Matthew Hussey. Matthew Hussey. Golden um, insight, this yes. man. So one thing that I actually heard recently from him was if you want to be more interesting, um, read more books. And I could not mm-hmm. agree with that more. So, so my advice would be read, read. Reading takes you to other worlds. It takes you to different countries. It takes you, um, all around. You learn so much. And I think by vicariously living through books, you are extending your, like, life outside of your quarantine home. Yeah. I think that. You have endless things to talk about if you have endless curiosity, you know, jump into what you thrive in. Like right now, I'm really jumping into music. That's something I don't need to travel around to get involved in music and send playlists to each other, you know, really look into lyrics and dive into what you can talk about, what provokes through that. Artwork, books, we have endless pathways to discover and create and become. We don't have uh limited um limited access to knowledge. So well, use this time to expand yourself. So whether it be creating art or reading, um, I think the main focus shouldn't be how can I be impressive to this person, but how can I fulfill myself where I don't necessarily need this person in my life? And then they can maybe learn through like my independence. Yeah. You know, I think beautiful. a lot of people think that because we're in quarantine, we have to depend on other people or the connections we already have, or we have to FaceTime someone, or we have to have this quarantine romance. Actually, someone coined the term, uh, Coromance, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Coromance. Um, but yeah. I feel like, I feel like maybe not focusing it on the loneliness and focusing it on the expansion of yourself is the best way to go. Yeah. I think it's a beautiful point. Okay. So here's another, someone else asked, should you even, should you even try to date or is it a waste of time now? It depends where you are in your life. Honestly, like right now we're given the opportunity to dive into the cracks that we kind of are too busy to experience. And so when you're in this quarantine, are you really ready? Do you feel like you're filling a void or do you think you're ready to expand and give to somebody? So I guess it kind of comes case to case. Yeah. I feel like, just because we're in quarantine, yes, it's more difficult to find a match with somebody. Um, but also do what feels right. If you feel like you want to make a connection with somebody, as we saw, there's a lot of avenues you can take to make that connection, whether, and a lot of it is via online. We're blessed to be in a world today where a lot of connection is online. There are a lot of online forms. People match through video games. People match through Instagram, Facebook, just all these online platforms. So don't feel like love doesn't exist just because it's not tangible right now. You know, it's okay to find a connection online if that works for you. And it's okay to find a connection with yourself. Yes. All right, so this is actually a question that I find really interesting because I think everybody has a different level. Okay, I'm gonna read it to you before I get into it. Um, one of us cares, one of us thinks COVID is BS, tough to compromise safely. Ooh. And this is so true. It's so, so true. true. I think a lot of people, even in my own personal life, have different levels of intensity or of um, care for their uh, for the safety like you know I think some people think um the virus is a joke where others take it extremely seriously Mm -hmm. um and there's a spectrum within that and it's hard to see face to face well everyone has to feel like they are experiencing and living life still but do it safely so I think you just have to break down um the pride and kind of meet halfway with everything you really do. And if anything, I guess, be a little bit more on the cautious side. That's what I've kind of learned to do. Okay. So when you're living like in a quarantine, like family, um, people, everyone in the family is going to have a different level of comfort. And I feel like leveling with a person who has um, the, the smallest threshold for breaking quarantine is the smartest thing because you have mm-hmm. to treat everybody in your family or in your small quarantine home as if it's one unit. Because every single choice that you make affects everybody else living with you. Yeah. Make sure you have a conversation and that everyone feels heard. That's a big thing too. I think as long as everyone feels heard and feels like their side matters as well, you have a great conversation. But if you're going to constantly bulldoze over somebody and not give them any room to speak or at least be heard, then you're going to end up getting more arguments and it's just going to end up being something where you're. it's not going to be a give and take relationship is going to maybe build some resentment that we can't really have during this time. Mm -hmm. I will say that within our small family quarantine, we've made it a point to have uh, quarantine meetings. So yes. we'll all get together, um, a couple of us and talk about our level of comfortability. And it does get heated. We, people don't agree and you can't expect someone to be as cautious as you are. I feel like I waver on the side of more caution than most people. Um, and you know, you have to understand you're dealing with people who are reacting to their lack of freedom in a situation that none of us know how to understand yet. Mm-hmm. and no one's ever no one's ever experienced this before so i feel like because of that um, you know you have to be mindful that people are reacting from fear and to be patient and to make sure everyone has their place to talk but also understanding that if one person has a limit of hey i'm not going to pass this certain point that might have to be you know you might you just have to be okay with that because what what could happen is if one person feels like they're more lackadaisical on the quarantine rules or the social distancing rules. Um, then they could be left out of the group and then they're by themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, one decision could mean separating, separating your group and therefore you don't have that strength with your family. Yeah. Allow everyone to be heard. But at the end of the day, remember who you love, remember who you want to feel safe and you win if everyone feels safe. Yes, yes. You win if everyone feels safe. (laughs) So on that note, everybody, thank you so much for listening to Down to Date. This has been Kendall Long. And Kylie Long. And um, again, just be safe. And please stay tuned to next week when we have our blind quarantine date. I am so excited to see how that goes. Ooh, what will happen? What connections? What will happen? I'm curious to see what the connection will be when there is no visual involved. People will be more curious. I think we don't have any kind of block of the visual, people open up a little bit more and are able to um, want to dive into every detail. Exactly. So everybody, make sure you rate, review, subscribe. I love listening to all of your comments and seeing all of your comments. Please stay tuned next week and I will catch you guys later.